the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a three-star safety from Converse, Texas, a CUSA all-freshman team selection a couple years ago, a hard-hitting ball hawk from UTSA, Rashad Wisdom. How are we doing today, my man? Yeah, I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For those of you who don't know, today is the one-year anniversary of the Michael Balco Show. We couldn't have had a better guest to have on the show in Rashad Wisdom. So, with that being said, we got to wrap that hometown area code real quick. So tell us about your hometown and what makes it so unique. Yes, sir. And a two I know. Um, so I'm I'm originally I was originally born in New York. Uh, not a lot of people know that, but uh, I've been here my whole life. So that's really what I've been, you know, repping and you know trying to. This is where I'm from. I'm from San Antonio. Uh, more more specifically converse um and you know that's just that's pretty much my heart you know that's where i've been my whole life and that's that's all i know so um you know i love i love converse love love the san antonio area and you know definitely you know i feel like that's being shown just from picking to stay here and go to school here so you know i definitely definitely love the city for sure yeah so growing up who who like in san antonio are you guys mostly cowboys fans or texans fans (laughs) Uh, I would say people are mainly Cowboys fans. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm a Giants fan just because you know that's where my family's from. So we. Just, I grew up a Giants fan, but um, yeah. Ma- majority of people I know are Cowboys fans, like diehard, diehard Cowboys and Spurs fans. So that's what's that's, that's definitely the vibe down here. That's what's up. I've been to one Spurs game before. It's it's electric for sure. Um, yeah. So you were a three-star recruit at a Converse Judson High School. Um, kind of what was your recruiting process like, and why did you choose to take your talents to, UC- to UTSA, which is right down the road from you, by the way? Um, really, my really my recruitment had started um, at the end of my sophomore year. I had got my first offer from um, from Texas State, and um, that that they had offered me they had offered me for running back. Uh, I had been running back is like my first position. I had. Uh, play when I first got into football and um, you know that was really like my main my main focus like I love running back like I thought I'd never change like I thought that's what I'd be like my whole life so they had offered me for running back and um, and then you know my uh, my second offer was UTSA and then um, after that they started kind of picking up a little bit and I started getting like um, I got a couple uh, P5s in Virginia uh, Syracuse and um, and Boston College but um, really, just I had with my process, I really took like a big, like a real, real, you know, hard look at it and really try to evaluate things. And, um, you know, kind of some of the things I did was really like, you know, make a list of like who was interested in me, who I was interested in, who talked to me the most. And, um, and that's actually still in my notes on my phone and stuff like I go back and look at it sometimes. But, you know, I really try to break it down and so I can make the best decision for me and for me. You know, I just felt like UTSA was was that just from the fact that, um, you know, I'm still close to home, but, you know, still far and away because this side of town compared to Converse are two different, two different, you know, size of town is way different living in. Um, so it's pretty much home away from home. Um, and then with with my major being cybersecurity, we have one of the best cybersecurity schools here uh, at UTSA. 
So I figured, you know, with my with my major, with me wanting my major to be there, you know, UTSA was the best option in that aspect. And then, um, and then lastly, just I wanted I wanted to be able to get on the field early and you know actually be able to <clears throat> come in and you know I wanted to come in and start and I felt like UTSA had you know had the opportunity for me just from you know just being able to come in early as uh enroll early and um you know get here and you know start getting into spring ball and stuff like that and um I had already took a I had already took a uh, a couple of visits here and you know I loved it here I didn't want to go anywhere that I didn't visit prior to um you know committing or signing to and you know UTSA checked off on all the boxes for me so that's where you know I felt like was the best fit for me yeah and it's worked out for you so far you've been there for a couple of years you've already tallied 139 tackles two sacks three forced fumbles three pass defended five picks two tutties uh, so what's it been like playing at a high level so early in your career um Really, you know, I just got to give it all to God, man. Honestly, just, you know, he's, he's really been blessing me thus far, and I hope he continues to keep blessing me. But, um, you know, for me, it's just all about, you know, my goal that, you know, that I, that I had since I was six. I've always, you know, I've been in love with football from, you know, from the beginning. I've always taken it very seriously. And, you know, you know, you can ask any of my friends that I grew up with, like, this has always been, you know, like my drive, my passion. Like, I've there's been times, like, there's been times in like high school, like I would have, you know, all of us get up at 4 a.m. and like we go work out for like a week and call it like hell week. And we, you know, we just in high school and it's just like on our on our own. But it's something like that I, you know, was real interested in doing it. And too, like there's been times too, like I've been at the school by myself and it's 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm out there working like this is something that I've always, always been, you know, in love with doing and, you know, always had a passion for it. You know, some this is something that really set, sets my heart on fire. So, um, you know, I feel like, you know, having that drive and mentality is really, really what helped me, you know, have my game as, or, you know, had me help me play as good as I have been so far. I just hope, you know, just keep that same passion, the same energy, and, you know, the man above keep blessing me and keep on going, keep on elevating. For sure. Um, what is your favorite part about playing the safety position? <laughs> um. I think honestly now, honestly now, I'll probably say my favorite part is uh, well, my favorite part playing safety is being able to you know to make so many different plays from coming down and you know hitting somebody or um, you know tracking someone from the opposite side of the field and making a tackle or you know going up and getting a pick. Like there's so many different opportunities to make plays, you know, while you in, you know in the back end. But I would definitely say my top one right now would probably, you know, just hitting people. I, I in all honesty, I used to not like uh tackling and hitting people. Like I hated defense. I didn't like I just like I told you, I was strictly offense, like just let me run the ball. But um after after, you know, playing it for so long, I started, you know, you you have to be able to come down and hit people and uh, you know, play, you know, if you wanna, you know, be a good safety and make tackles and stuff. So you know, after a while, it started kind of getting forced on me and, you know, how to get used to it. And now, now it's something I love to do. Like, I love coming in and making tackles and hitting people. And so that's probably my favorite aspect of playing safety right now, just, you know, coming down and making tackles. And because especially, especially one-on-one tackles, like, like, yeah, like getting up and being able to like, yeah, like I did that. Like, okay. Like my biggest pet peeve is missing tackles too. And like, 
I don't know, man. It's just something about like missing that tackle, like dang, like I gotta shake back and get the next one. So that's probably my favorite aspect right now. Yeah, for sure. I, I understand where you're coming from. I played, believe it or not, my little skinny self played O tackle. Or actually I played like O guard. <laughs> played O guard in uh in high school and I played linebacker as well and defensive end a little bit. So I understand, bro. Getting up after yeah. you make a big like TFL or like a sack mm-hmm. or something like that, bro. Woo, ain't no yeah. Because you got exactly. just jumping around you, hitting your helmet. Ooh. Exactly. You feeling it for real. Like, yeah, like bro, like, more energy than like pancaking someone, bro. I swear defense is a whole different, it's just a whole different vibe, bro. Um <laughs> so speaking of defense, which NFL players, maybe some safeties, some other DBs, even linebackers, really anywhere. Um, what what positions do you watch in the NFL? Um, and like what players do you watch and take bits and pieces from to put into your play style? Um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of stay more in the back end, like with the corners and safeties. Um, I have watched a little bit of, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Wagner, just cause he's so, he's just elite. Like he's, he's elite, like from every aspect, like on the field, off the, off the field, like he's just a real smart player. But uh, as far as just like in the back end, I I really like to watch like uh, Jamal Adams, Tyron Matthew, Buda Baker. I feel like they all fit kind of like my play style, like more of the – Jamal's a little bit taller, but, the uh, you know, Tyron and Buda, they're more like my height, my size, my play style for sure. Um, and I also like to watch corners too just because I like the aspect of, you know, being out there on the island, how to man somebody up and – um, you know, I really like watching, uh, I like, I like watching Pat Pete, uh, Stefan Gilmore for sure. He's, he's definitely, you know, top tier. Um, and then as a late, I really like watching, uh, JC Horn too. I know he hasn't gotten to the league yet, but I really admire his game. Like just from, you know, his dog mentality and how he wants to go out there and like, you know, he takes things personal, like, you know, I'm going to catch a ball on me. So I kind of, kind of, kind of been trying to take that, take that from his game. Cause that's just something I feel like, like that really stood out, stood out to me with him. Yeah. And I was going to kind of compare you to JC Horn a little bit in the aspect that you played offense for a long time. And I mean, JC grew up with his dad as a NFL pro bowl wide receiver. And that's one of the things that's making him so unique in the upcoming NFL draft. So kind of whenever you're watching film, sometimes are you, are you watching specifics on like maybe the other team's running backs or the other team's receivers to kind of get a gauge on what they're going to do or kind of, what are you like looking for whenever you watch film on your opponent? Um, for me, when I'm watching film, I kind of like to, I kind of like to see, you know, try to figure out like, what are they, what are they trying to do? Like, um, certain situations, like what, what, what is their offense? Like, what is their style? Like, where are they trying to attack? And then two, you know, you got to figure out who their key players are because they're going to try to get those people. They're going to try to get them the ball as much as they can um, and try to put them in, you know, mismatch mismatch opportunities with you know certain different position groups or different players so um you know the kind of things I started to really pick up on and really like key on because um you know if you figure out you know what the offense really trying to do to you and then you know who their key players are you know you know where the ball will be nine times out of ten and you know you kind of get a feel for how they play and you know what they're really trying to do to you so um, that's kind of things I've been picking up with watching film. Now I'm still, still trying to get better at watching film. You know, it's a, it's definitely a skill to learn, but, um, that, those are some of the things I've just been, you know, really picking up on and trying to understand and figure out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so would you rather 
<laughs> would you rather snag a pick six so you just you taking that ball you run it straight to the crib with it or are you getting a strip sack you know coming from down from that safety position you out there at that hybrid role you coming in stripping the quarterback and watching your teammate probably just just to make it even better like a real big like d lineman just trotting his ass to the end zone which one would you rather so okay all right so you're saying either a pick a strip stack or watching one of my teammates score. So either a pick six, like you get the ball and you scoring with it, or you see, or you're getting the strip sack and you're watching your teammates score with it. Which one you? Which one would you oh, prefer? The strip sack for sure. Uh, the strip the strip sack for sure. Because honestly, I've never even gotten a strip sack, but I want to get one so bad. And then or <laughs> like, like you know, we all eating, like we all getting it, like, and then we, and then it's gonna be a big celebration at the end. That's always. Yeah. That's the funnest part, but it also get, is the most tiring because you know you jump it up and down and <laughs> yell at this stuff. Like after after celebrating, I'll be mad tired. Like I'll be like, man, Facts. if we score, then we gotta go right back onto the field. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely I definitely do the strip sack for sure, just because you know we all eating on that play. Like we all getting it, we all scoring, and at the end we all celebrating together too. Like the whole team effort. So I'll definitely say the strip sack. Yeah, for sure. I know as a football fan. And someone who used to play football, and one of my favorite plays is a strip sack because you get you get the credit the dude who got the strip sack, and then you also get the credit the dude who recovered it and then took it in and all that. So it's just it's just yeah. great. It's the ultimate team aspect on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so Thanks, tell me, everybody, facts, facts. Tell me about a time where you had to go through some adversity, and then how did you get through that? Yeah, for sure. So I'll definitely say when my brother passed away, um, you know that. Was, that was probably the, that was definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to go through, um, and uh, you know, still still going through it uh, here and there. It's not as bad as it was before. Um, I've kind of been able to just kind of like look past it, and like you know, everything's gonna be good. But um, that was probably the, the hardest time I I've had to deal with, and um, just from the aspect of just you know, not just myself, but having to watch my family go through it and how it affected them too. But, um, you know, really, I just got through it just by, you know, really just taking every, every day as, you know, one at a time because, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, you know, worrying about too much about the past or looking too, uh, too ahead into the, you know, into the future. And now I just, you know, live every day, you know, one day at a time, just living the present um, because, you know, doing all that just makes, makes things a little bit harder and, you know, makes it just – just makes it harder on you. And I feel like if you just take one day at a time and just realize like, you know, people can have it way worse than you. Like, you know, everyone's going through something and so there's always somebody that's going through something, you know, worse than you. So if you just have that aspect and, you know, attack the day every day and, you know, try to live it to the, live it to the fullest, then I feel like, you know, you can get through, you can really get through anything. And that's kind of what helped me get through, uh, you know, with my brother passing through and also just, just just the support from just the support from you know the genuine people in my life like the real ones that really like stood by me through everything not just you know because that had happened or certain things that happened before that like the ones that are you know really there for you and really you know really looking out so um those that was those are just some of the things that really helped me get through and you know, if, you know, with anyone going through anything, I would just say, you know, just take one, take days one day at a time and, you know, find, find your circle that really, that really bonds to you, that you really, you know, click with, because 
you know, it'll definitely take you, help you get through things 10 times faster than, you know, if you try to deal with it on your own and try to just, you know, not say anything to anyone or just, you know, just try to go through it alone because that, that makes it way harder and it honestly feels feel like it will never end if you do it in that way. And so, um, yeah, but that, yeah, for sure. I'll just one day at a time, one day at a time, just attack the day and just live, live in the present, live in the moment. Yeah. I could, I couldn't even imagine that. I admire your strength and courage for sharing that for sure. Uh, that's definitely not, not easy at all. Um, but what is a piece of advice? Maybe it helped you, maybe it helped you through this time that you kind of been given at some point in your life that always kind of stuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Hold on, actually. <laughs> oh man, for those of you who ain't watching, my man's whipping out a book or something. He's got <laughs> he got a little game plan. Oh, I have I have this little journal that I keep, um, and like I'll write down like important things that I feel like pop up during the day or whatever. And um, you know, there's a couple of different there's a couple of different things in here, but um, I feel like the biggest thing, the biggest the biggest piece of information that I've gotten and it's in, and it's in here too, is just, you know, just, if you, if you want different, you can't keep doing the same things, you know, you gotta, you gotta have to change something. And uh, for me, you know, I just, there's a couple things, you know, in my life that I wanted to change and I felt like I could do way better. And just from, you know, different aspects like relationships, football, school, and just things like that, you know, everyday, everyday things. And um, you know, instead of trying to look around and, you know, point the finger to different people or do that, you know, I kind of just took a step back and looked at myself. I was like, well, you know, instead of trying to, instead of doing the same thing I'm doing and getting, you know, the same results, I need to change, you know, need to change a couple of things. And, um, and, you know, I feel like that's definitely been some, something that's really helped me, um, you know, within the past couple of, the past couple of months, just, you know, if you want different, you got to it, it start. It starts with you and you got to start moving different. You got to start doing things differently. And um, and 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 two, everybody may not understand it like, you know, and uh, but it's not for them to understand. It's just for it's just for you. And, um, you know, you got to do things for yourself sometimes. And, you know, I mean, the people that understand it will be the ones that, you know, like I said, we'll be in that circle and, you know, we'll be riding with you and understanding the ones that don't get it, then, you know, everybody can go. So honestly, but honestly, that was probably, that's probably been the biggest piece of advice that, you know, has really, really helped me so far. And that I kind of use every day, like, you know, if you want different, you got to do different. So that's kind of how I've been approaching things and trying to go about, you know, certain things in my life as of right now. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, how would you define success? A lot of people, you know, maybe define success in terms of accolades, in terms of, you know, their individual statistics on the field or something along the lines of that. How would, would you personally define success? Yeah. Um, for me, it's four words. And I kind of, I kind of share this with um, some people. Like I have, I have like, you know, my God brother and stuff like they kind of, I kind of try to mentor them and other people I try to kind of mentor as well. Just, uh, you know, like my younger brother and, and people like that, just that I try to be, you know, uh, a good example for. And, you know, I tell them it's four words. It's hard work, dedication, um, focus, and um, and uh, 
discipline. And if you can have those four things, you know, you're going to be successful, successful no matter what you do, just because if you work hard, whatever you put in, you're going to get out regardless, like whatever it is. And if you work hard, you're going to get, you're going to definitely reap the benefits of, you know, have good things come back to you. If you don't put in the work for it, you're not going to get anything back from it. Um, if you're dedicated, if you're dedicated, you know, you're going to, you're going to have that drive, that passion. You're going to keep going. You're gonna, you know, no matter what happened, you know, you can fall flat on your face and you're still going to get up, you know, because you just dedicated to it. Like, this is what you do. Um, and then, you know, having discipline, this, I feel like discipline and dedication kind of go hand in hand just because, you know, especially like on the days like you, where you don't want to do something and, uh, or like you just don't feel like it and stuff, like, you know, having that discipline, like, all right, well, I still need to keep going. Like, I still need to, you know, stay on, you know, keep doing what I'm doing, stay on track, you know, stuff like that. Like, if you have discipline and like, you won't, like, it won't deter you from your path. And then I like that just goes hand in hand with focus. Like if you're, if you're locked in, if you're focused on your goal and what you're trying to accomplish and, um, you know, things that you're trying to do, then nobody can, you know, like I said, take you off your path. Like you're locked in on what you got to do. Um, and, you know, you got to, and you're, setting yourself up for you know the success that you're trying to get to so I feel like it's those four words and I feel like they all go hand in hand with each other and that's kind of those are, you know four four words that I try to you know live off of daily and you know I just feel like those if you use those every day you're gonna be successful no matter what yeah definitely that's some great advice right there um so we gotta ask it you know who is the best player of all time, high school, little gritters, college, it don't matter. Who's the best player you've ever played with and against? All right. The best player I've ever played with. Um, you can shout out a couple guys. I know you ain't trying to put any teammates on blast. You can. <laughs> that's definitely hard. I was going to say, um, it ever be, uh, all right. So I would say Jalon Williams, uh, he played he goes to UTSA right now he plays receiver but in high school he played quarterback and like he would do he would do some ridiculous things like he do some stuff like I ain't never seen him before like one <laughs> one time in practice like I was on the opposite side of the field like running over to the uh running over like we was like doing team or whatever and um and uh, he like made a move on somebody and mind you like I'm on the other side of the field like like he's nowhere near me, but he made a move with somebody and kind of made me like, like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of made me jump, like, that shook me. I'm like, man, but Jalan, Jalan was definitely crazy for sure. Um, DeMarvin, too, Liao, um, the DT at, um, at, uh, AM, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely a freak for sure. Just, and, you know, I, I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes top five next year in the draft. Like, he's, He's definitely a, a talent for sure. Just being able to see him grow from we've been playing with each other since middle school. And, you know, just to see him grow and, you know, doing the things he's doing is not doesn't come as a surprise to me. And then uh lastly, I was definitely say uh sincere McCormick, the, uh, our running back. I've been playing with him since seventh grade and he's been he's been on another level since since then. Like he just I he he's sincere just cold and there's no other way to describe it and he just he just sincere like he just a real cool laid back dude but when he get on that field he's a dog like so I'll definitely say them three for sure um the coldest player I've ever had to play against would definitely be Garrett Wilson uh I don't <laughs> I had to play against him I want to say about three four times in high school and 
each time he always went crazy. Like he just, he's a freak too. And, um, you know, y'all can you definitely see that when he's at uh, Ohio State right now, you know, making plays he's doing. And, you know, he's, he's still young too. You know, he's in my same grade. And so, yeah, he's definitely the best player I've had to play against for sure. All right. We got to, we got to know this for sure. So, you know, and you're in the locker room, you know, you got your headphones in, just getting zoned in real quick. Who are you bumping pregame playlist? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um shoo. Uh, i'll definitely say um money bag money bag yo um i, I really like like key glock um who else um like right now like right now i've been listening to uh this song called laid back by quinn nfn that'll definitely be on the playlist next year um, I like Lil Baby. Um, Lil Dirk goes hard. Um, that's, re that's really who be in my rotation. Like, there's bits and pieces of other people here and there, but those will probably be, like, the main five for sure. Um, mm. Damn, you really coming out there to take some dude's head off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll be, be trying to get locked in, but at the same time, it just depends on the vibe of the game and – um you know kind of like where we at and like where, where i'm at because sometimes i'll switch it up and i'll play you know j cole's my favorite rapper i can period. see it. i can see it in the back of the poster yeah, see it, like that, that's the goal so i can also switch it up and i'll play some j cole um you know just kind of some vibey stuff i also like uh uh lucci lucci goes hard but um and then, like, we isn't – so, like, we had one to FAU and we played them. So, we was playing, like, a lot of, like, Florida. So, like, we playing Lucci. We playing uh, Rick Ross. Uh, we playing Kodak. So, like, you know, it, it it just it just switches up depending on, like, the like the environment and where we at, the vibe. But, yeah, I will definitely say those, those would definitely be in my rotation for sure, uh, regardless. Yeah, for sure. One last question for you, Rashad. What kind of advice can you give to the young athletes out there trying to be in the exact same shoes as you, trying to play at that next level? What do they have to do extra in order to get to this next level? And what kind of advice can you pass along to them? Um, I would say being, being one thing I would say is just be intentional with everything. Like do everything with a purpose. Like just don't do stuff just to do it. Like, you know, like, cause sometimes so there's one time I had, um, like when I was younger and I was trying to, I was trying to go work out. Um, it was like early in the morning. I was waiting on some of my friends, but, uh, like they never showed up. So I just went home and my dad was just like, you know, like just because they don't, they don't, you know, show up or whatever doesn't mean like you can't. So like, you know, I've, that kind of always stuck with me. Like, you know, like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for me. Like, like you can, you can, you can try to get people to, you know, come along and stuff, but at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do for, you know, for you. Kind of like what I was saying, like, if at the end of the day, at the end of the day, just do, do things, do things for you. Like, don't worry about what anybody else thinks or what they're trying to say, or, you know what I mean? Like, just do things for you. Um, I'll definitely say, you know, if it does, if you don't have a passion for it, like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't set your soul on fire, then you don't need to be doing it. Like, like football is definitely one of those things that you know does that for me and um so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it all I got like if you're not gonna get something 110 percent then you don't need to be doing it um 
And then lastly, just like the, the four words I was talking about, hard work, dedication, discipline, and focus. Like just use those four, uh, you know, throughout your daily life every day. And then, you know, whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're, try, whatever you're trying to accomplish, you know, you'll definitely be successful in it. And um, just, you know, just keep that same hunger and that same drive because that'll definitely take you farther than, you know, trying to worry about impressing everyone and, you know, just doing things for other people. Just like I said, be intentional, do it for you just keep that drive and you know whatever you're trying to accomplish you're going to be successful and you're going to do it at a high level yes sir ladies and gentlemen rashad wisdom please tell us where we can uh follow you at drop your instagram and your twitter for us uh on instagram you can follow me at i am rw39 uh twitter is just at rashad wisdom and um yeah those are the only that's the only two i'll be on so y'all go ahead and add me you know yes sir come hit your Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Rashad Wisdom, uh, CUSA All-Freshman Team a couple years ago, hard-hitting ball hawk from UTSA. Uh, we're excited to see your journey, my man. Thank you so much for hopping on the show today and sharing your story with us. No problem, man. I appreciate you for letting me be on. Yes, sir.